big NFL mock drafts with trades. The last one of the year. Last one of the year. Let's get right into it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. All right, it is a date. What's the date today? Uh, that's a great question. I know it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, <laughs> April 27th. We, we did not write it down, unfortunately, <laughs> but it is Tuesday, 2021. April 27th, 2021. You chose to listen to this podcast today. Correct. There are some things you can choose in life, other things you can't control. Mm-hmm. This is one thing you could control, and you decided to listen. You. I don't know. Could be a disappointment. It, it's. I can guarantee you, it will not be a disappointment. Okay, okay. it won't be a disappointment. Uh, we launched our Patreon year two last week. Quick recap: If you want to play in a league with us and our followers, if you want unlimited advice all year long, exclusives, a bunch of awesome, awesome stuff that we're offering, go to Patreon.com/slash/FantasylandFam. Mm-hmm. And all the tiers will be explained there. You can listen to the latest part of the podcast before this to explain hear it all explained yeah but just want to make sure everyone knows about that what do we have on the show today though uh nfl mock draft the last one of of the year actually the final nfl mock draft before the draft (laughs) the final (laughs) the final so this is our last one we've heard a lot of things that have been hyping up uh a lot of things today specifically uh, yeah today and yesterday so many reports coming out about how now 49ers now they're two guys down trey lance down to two guys and mac jones yeah and julio jones quote-unquote could be getting traded there's so much happening right now yep there is so much going on obviously we're going to incorporate that so okay just to recap final nfl mock draft on the show today Here's how it's going to work. Right. You're going to be odds. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be evens. So we're basically acting as these franchises and making decisions on the fly. Correct. We feel like maybe this is the most fun way and the most realistic way to do a mock draft. Because no one really knows what's happening. No one knows what's going to be before them. So you can't plan it out perfectly. You're going right. to have to react on the fly. It was really fun last time we did it, but now we're switching it up. Because I was the odds. Mm-hmm. And you were the evens. Mm-hmm. And now it's flip-flopped. All right, so we can agree that the first two picks are obviously Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, one and two, correct? Correct. So that means the draft starts at three. Yeah, which is And me. you are the odds, so the 49ers are on the clock. Look, I think with all the reports and with everything happening, uh, I I believe in that the 49ers will be selecting... Mac Jones. Mac Jones, okay. Yeah. And look, and let me tell you why. I in my personal opinion, I believe that he is going to be the younger, fresher legs, a little bit more mobile Jimmy Jimmy G. Okay. And you can put I, I know a lot of people have been talking about, but you know, Kyle Shanahan and RG three, he wants a mobile quarterback, Trey Lance, go Trey Lance. According to all the reports right now, it's Trey yeah. Lance or Mac Jones, and I think it's going to be Mac Jones purely because I think he's more accurate. He has more playing time. He's yeah. played with big time players, unlike um, Trey Lance, and yeah. like and he's in a better. He was in a better division 
was it SEC? SEC, yeah. The yeah. SEC is obviously a very competitive place. I'll tell you what, every 49er fan is hating you, but this looks like potentially the most realistic scenario heading into draft night. Correct. Other, obviously, the other scenario is Trey Lance, and he is in competition with Jimmy G, and he doesn't start right away. Obviously, I think if they do draft Mac Jones, they are they should be getting rid of Jimmy G. Yeah. Well, there's so much debate as who's the right guy, but what really matters here is what Shanahan wants. Mm-hmm. If if Shanahan has his guy, then if you're a 49er fan, you have to trust him. He's been hella cryptic lately. Yeah, super cryptic, saying mm-hmm. things like, well, you want a guy who's like Drew Brees but runs like Lamar. Well, guess what? That person doesn't exist. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, all right. So that leaves me with Atlanta on the clock at oh boy. four. What are you going to do here? The Atlanta Falcons with the fourth pick select Kyle Hits, tight end out of Florida. Now, look, I know there's a lot of mock drafts out there that have Atlanta trading out. However, I think after the Sam Darnold trade, it really significantly hurt Atlanta's leverage with this pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you look at the teams that are wanting to trade up. The Broncos make sense. Right. The Patriots make sense. Washington and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, for every team that's not named Denver, it's too far back to trade for the Falcons right. unless there's an absolute haul. I just don't think it makes sense for either side. I don't think it makes sense for Atlanta to go back unless they get a ton of draft capital. And I don't think it makes sense for the Patriots, Washington, or Chicago to go up that high because of how much draft capital, how much of your future you're giving up. Normally, yeah. when you see people move up, it's not much more like the fa- the 49ers trading up. That doesn't always happen like that. It's normally like a couple spots. Right, correct. So for me, I feel like Atlanta is actually in a not a great position to trade out. Now, I could be wrong. They could, but I just feel like it's going to be a lot of capital. They're going to want a 49ers Dolphins type trade value. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get it. And so I think take the best player. And I think that especially with the Julio Jones, you know, information coming out. Yeah. This kind of makes sense. You trade away Julio, maybe you get a first round, another first round draft pick or a second round draft pick in this draft. Yeah. In addition to all the draft picks you have. And maybe you can draft some more talent yeah. if the Julio Jones trades does go through or wherever he does go. I really, really tried to put a scenario out there where a team moved up. But for Denver, it doesn't make sense because right. they have both Justin Fields and Trey Lance now that could fall to them. So it just doesn't make sense with draft capital. And I really think Atlanta's lost a lot of leverage now, unfortunately. Yeah. But the Bengals are on the clock now. Yeah, Bengals on the clock. I think for me, this is pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Bengals on the clock here. And the Bengals select Panay Sewell. Okay. Oregon tackle. I think it's pretty It's pretty simple. It's pretty straightforward. You don't overthink it. You get protection for Joe Burrow. Um, I know everyone wants the, the, the fairy tale story with Jamal Chase and uh, Joe Burrow coming, you know, reuniting. Yeah. But you have to protect the guy. You're, you already have tremendous talent in your wide receiver position. Joe Mixon behind you. Get the line to protect not only Joe Burrow, but open the holes for Joe Mixon. Yeah, I agree. And everyone who has the theory of, well, you know what? If you draft Jamar Chase, it also helps Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. No, it, I'm sorry, but that that theory is so flawed. Yeah. If you can't protect your quarterback, then you're not going to have a great future ahead of you. Okay, so Panay Sewell is off the board. 
Miami Dolphins are on the clock. And with the sixth pick, Dolphins select Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. This is not like, <laughs> this is not rocket science here. No. Don't need a big explanation. Not at I all. think to me, from picks three to six, this one feels like the most obvious pick that's going to happen. Like if Jamar Chase is on the board, I feel like it's a lock yeah. compared to all the other picks. Atlanta, Cincinnati, SF. I feel like out of all those picks here at six, Jamar Chase is like the biggest lock. So if Panay Sewell was on the board, I probably would have taken Panay Sewell personally. Right. Like if you went Jamar Chase, here's how I see at, uh, Miami's draft going. They're either going to go offensive tackle first and then wide receiver with their second pick or the opposite way, opposite right. way around, right? So wide receiver first and offensive tackle. There's some good depth with wide receiver and playmakers and off, also with offensive tackle. So if Panay is on the board, expect him to go. Otherwise, expect Jamar Chase to be the pick. Makes sense. Uh, and I think this is where it gets tricky for me. Yeah. Okay. And Detroit Lions... And before I actually kind of let, let me preference this a little bit, right? Okay. So we have a wide receiver. You have an edge rusher. You need an edge rusher and a linebacker. There's so many positions that you need. And in my personal opinion, I think you have to go with best player available here. And the draft pick is in. And the line select Michael Parsons. Oh, okay. And let me tell you why this is. I was going to select originally a wide receiver okay i was gonna i was actually gonna take devonta i'm uh, sorry jalen waddle okay. and i think a lot of people have jalen waddle ahead of devonta smith his speed is incredible his talent is incredible he has a lot of amazing tangibles to be a great wide receiver yeah i think they have pieces in the wide receiver game right now not amazing pieces no, no. don't get me wrong but the depth of receiver is a lot more here in this draft i think Last time we said they just need a playmaker on defense. They need an X factor. Mm-hmm. And that's what Micah Parsons could be. I like the pick. The only thing I'll say is this could be a likely team to trade back. And that's what I actually had a scenario yeah. of that happening purely if Justin Fields was going to be taken. I don't know. I thought maybe you would have taken Justin Fields to Falcons and then mm-hmm. I would have had, um, you know, somebody be trading up. In the yeah. Lions position. And this is why mocking this way is so much more fun because mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen. You have to react on the fly. And maybe the Lions in this scenario just didn't get a draft, a, a trade that they liked. So, all right, the Panthers are on the board. And we have our first trade of the draft. That's right. In this scenario, the Broncos thought, hey, there's two quarterbacks we love. We mm-hmm. love Trey Lance. And we love Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And knowing that the Falcons are in a such such a bad position, um, we now see that the Broncos are in a great position, right? right? They can take either of those quarterbacks that fall to them. I even feel like they'd be comfortable with Mac Jones if Trey Lance was taken at three. So the team that jumps up is the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. So the Patriots jump up to eight and swap picks with Carolina. Makes sense for Carolina because I feel like Carolina... Uh, they need an offensive tackle. They need a cornerback. And both of those positions are quite deep in this draft. There's a lot of talent, a lot of upside. Correct. And for the Patriots, they get the quarterback of their future. So the Patriots select Justin Fields with... Oh, the pick is in. 
<laughs> a little bit of uh, excitement there. The the Patriots select Justin Fields with the eighth overall pick. Now, what would the trade details be? That would be up to the teams, right? But there'd probably Correct. be a first-round pick involved, maybe mm-hmm. a second-round pick. Who knows? But I think this is a more realistic scenario for trades to start happening because you're not going as far back mm-hmm. as, as up to three. Correct. Or four. And look, uh, if you watched the last mock draft, I had the Patriots trading all the way up to, to four with the yeah. Falcons. And obviously, there's so much... You know, I was watching on YouTube, watching ESPN and Stephen A. Smith and all these guys talking about Justin Fields. I mean, if you really think about it, this guy, the talks about him was that he could be going first overall at yeah. one point. And he well, was never first, but he was one B. It's like he, he will absolutely be the second player. Yeah. In the draft he, and now like Zach Wilson comes out of nowhere. He is, I guess, you know, on ink going to the Jets. Yeah. Taking over. Justin Fields, like, what's happening? Why Why is that? I, I mean, there's a couple of different scenarios. The, obviously, the the first scenario I can uh, think of is his epilepsy. Is that a big reason? Maybe. Um, you know, it's hard to say. I, we were look, I was looking into it and look, doing some research about players that have epilepsy. The, on, the one big player that comes to mind and that I researched was Tiki Barber. Tiki, yep. For the Giants. Uh, you know, he had success in his career. But it wasn't like he had he ended his career short. He did end his career short for becoming a broadcaster, but it wasn't because of his illness. Yeah. So I wonder if teams are scared now that he came out with his information. The good thing is it's not new for him. So he's been right. able to manage it throughout his career. Right. For me, I I think we've said this all offseason. We are not with the Justin Fields hate. No. We I think he should be the second quarterback taken, personally. Um and the fact that he's falling means the teams. Uh, and honestly, like I, I'm sorry, Patriots fans, but I really, really hope this doesn't happen, right? I think it could. There's a high chance that wa- that's why I'm having this scenario. But because I don't want to see the Patriots dominate again, like I want it to be free game for a while, right? I just don't want to see this happen. But it makes once again go back to the first mock or one of the first mock drafts that we had of and I had the Patriots picking Justin Fields. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. Obviously the Cam Newton connection, mm-hmm. all that jazz. So it makes sense. We have our first trade. Now the Broncos are on the clock with the yeah. ninth overall pick and this someone's is, fallen to them. Someone's fallen to them and the pick is in. It, it's pretty simple. It's Trey Lance here. Yep. Trey Lance goes to the Denver Broncos. The Broncos didn't have to move, didn't have to gain or lose any draft capital. They they picked their quarterback of the future. He sits maybe yeah. under Drew. He's going to compete with Drew Locke yeah. right now. And I'm, I'm assuming he wins, hopefully. Well, even better, let Drew Locke be mediocre for another year. And, have, and then step in, be the guy. I love the pick. I think this is a very realistic f- scenario for the Broncos. We just don't know what quarterback's going to fall. Correct. One of these quarterbacks will fall to nine. Will it be Justin Fields? Will it be Mac Jones? Will it be Trey Lance? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, another scenario is there's two quarterbacks on the board there for the Broncos, and they can choose. You know, maybe a team doesn't trade up. Mm-hmm. And to the, <laughs> the complete opposite side, maybe two teams trade up. And in that scenario... This is where teams will be on the phone saying, hey, just so you know, we have a trade in place with these teams. Yeah. So if you want one of these quarterbacks, what are you going to give us? It, there will be negotiating on the night 100%. 100%. It's going to we be... We won't see it, but it'll It's happen. going to be who's going to give up more and who's yeah. going to get the first call, I think. Yep. All right. So the Dallas Cowboys on the clock. 
Them boys with the 10th overall pick. Mm-hmm. And for me, I know there's a lot of conversations between who is the best cornerback in the draft. Let's, fa- let's find out. With the 10th overall pick, the Cowboys select J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. I knew, I knew that would happen here. I just feel like there are some players whose draft stock rises because of the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the tape. Look at what he does without pads on. I feel like JC Horn's stock has r- risen for the right reasons. You see his work ethic. You see that he's like that alpha dog. He reminds me a lot of like a Richard Sherman with the way he approaches the game. Yeah. He's got that alpha dog mentality. Like, Hey, I'm about to take over this game. and There's nothing you can do about it. So I feel like Dallas desperately needs a cornerback. It could be Sertan. It could be Horn. In my opinion, Sertan, um, is just doesn't have that aspect. He is a good leader. Correct. He doesn't doesn't have the alpha dog that I see in a JC Horn, and that is the only difference. I still think Sertan could be a top five cornerback in the league, but if I'm at the tenth overall pick, I'm taking Horn. Taking Horn. Look, uh, and I completely agree. And as a Giants fan, with the eleventh pick coming up, I was actually happy taking JC Horn here. Okay. You know, there's a lot of different scenarios that are happening, and um, you know, obviously as a Giants fan, I listen, I listen and read about the Giants. J.C. Horn, Patrick. I mean, Patrick Sertan going to the Giants as well. That's amazing. You know, like yeah. I, I, I can play a scenario, but look, there's a lot of different. There's a lot, a lot of talent still available. Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, Rashad Slater, uh, Patrick Sertan now. Yep, Darisol. Yeah, and this kind of makes it hard. I do have a couple of different scenarios, and I think I might stick with my scenario as well. Okay. And the pick is in for the New York Football Giants. And I think here they take Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, wow. And okay. Once again, as a Giants fan, you know, you either there's two different scenarios that I really like here. Okay. Well, you only you only get to choose one to so talk about this one. Okay. <laughs> right. We're in time limit. It makes sense. Look, uh the reason why they take Jalen Waddle is he's a speedster. He's a smaller yep. guy. He can fit in the slot as well. Darius Slayton. I'm not Darius saying Kenny, Kenny G is one. Kenny NYG. Yeah. Which I think we should start calling him. Okay. Oh, I like that. Kenny yeah. NYG is number one. Um, Sterling is number Sorry. two. Just want to put some respect on that nickname. Kenny NYG. <laughs> to the Big Apple. And Jalen Waddle is going to be in the slot. The speech, the guy that can, that can run away from defenders. And, you know, you're probably saying, you know, Rashad Slater. We have drafted multiple offensive linemen in the last two years. I think you have to go weapon here. Give Daniel Jones, allow that. You yeah. know, give Daniel Jones all that time. Yeah. And talent. Okay. Well, it's not the pick I would have chosen. You know how strongly I feel about the Giants needing a tackle. Right. But I don't think it's, you know, with Gettleman, I don't think it's an unrealistic scenario that that happens. So. But, you know, really quick, there's three different people he likes. Michael Parsons, J.C. Horn, and it was actually Devonta Smith, not Jalen Waddle. Yeah. But I think Devonta Smith could be off the board by that time. Yeah, he could be, but he wasn't for your mock, and you still chose Waddle. I still stole Waddle. Yeah. So a lot of people are choosing Waddle over Smith. Personally, I still think Smith should go ahead. That's a conversation for a completely different time. Okay, the Eagles are on the clock with the 12th overall pick. And you know what's crazy? Is the Giants selected Jalen Waddle, right? And they just left this gift 
to their NFC East the Giants. opponent. And with the 12th overall pick, the Eagles select Devonta Smith, wide receiver, Alabama. I really feel like that's how it's going to go. It's I just don't know which way. Like I don't I mean, when I say that, I think these wide receivers will go next to each other. And I don't think there's a wrong answer here. No, I don't think there is, unless you chose Jalen Waddle to the <laughs> Giants. I don't. I don't. I don't think Jalen Waddle is bad I'm or Devonta Smith. All jokes, but I think Devonta Smith is a much needed sign of relief for this Eagles team and for Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. who apparently is not solidified as a starter yet. Um, they are going to. <laughs> I guess have a battle and Joe Flacco is quarterback too. So you never know, right? Joe Flacco could be the guy. That's a joke. Hopefully for every Eagles fan out there, that is a joke, but um, okay. So the Chargers on the clock with the 13th overall pick and the man falls and the Chargers select Rashad Slater. Yep. It has to be Rashad Slater, the best available tackle in the draft. A lot of people love Christian Darishaw. You know, over him. What's interesting here is that, you know, this offensive line could be one of the best of best offensive lines coming yeah. in into this year. Yeah, there's so much talent now. Rashad Slater, uh, Corey Lindsey. Mm-hmm. I mean, something special can happen here. That run game yeah. can be with Austin Eckler. Yeah, just so you know, it's Rashawn. You keep saying Rashad. Rashad. Rashawn uh, Slater. Rashawn. Um, Okay, cool. So the Vikings are on the clock, okay? And we have our second trade of okay. the draft. Um, let me guess. Is the Washington football team? No, it's not, actually. The okay. Chicago Bears okay. are trading with the Minnesota Vikings. And the Chicago Bears let go of who this year? Fuller, mm-hmm. okay? They had to let them go due to cap reasons. But they're okay with this because they're going to trade up with the Vikings to select Patrick Sertan. So Patrick Sertan, oops, oops, Patrick Sertan goes to the Vic, uh, to the Browns, the Bears. <laughs> the Patrick Sertan goes to the Bears. <laughs> he helps solidify this defense and probably is a name that has potential to become a legend in the city of Chicago. Yeah, and you know, makes sense. I don't think they trade up. I don't think I don't see them trading up. I think Patrick Sertan. So in this scenario, I feel like it's a let's we'll give you our second round pick. It's not much. So they're like, we believe in Sertan. Sertan's fallen, fallen a little bit. Let's go up and snag him and make sure we've got him. Right. Because I don't think that going from 20 to 14 is going to take a ton of draft capital. I mean, no. In the Vikings scenario. They need a tackle. There's still a lot of tackles on the board that are great. So, mm-hmm. anyway. Interesting. That leaves the Panthers on the clock now at 15. Yep. And look, Panthers on the clock. It's here. It's right now. Is it pick in? Pick is in. The Carolina Panthers select Rashad Bateman. What? And let me tell you why. Okay. Okay. In my opinion... Oh, I was a little bit far from the mic there. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. They need weapons. They're going to give Sam Darnold weapons. Mm-hmm. He, they're going to s- set him up with the best possible But are, they already offense. have weapons. Though. They do have weapons. CMC, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, mm-hmm. the ghost of Mike Davis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. That's it. 
He, oh, that's, he, that is like the best one of some of the best weapons out there. No, you're right. You feel the trio. He is the big body on the other side. Okay. Robbie Anderson moves to the slot. Okay. I mean, he was always, he was always in the slot all the time. Anyway, you just need another big receiver. And Rashad Bateman, in my opinion, makes sense. I was going to choose JOK here. I don't think they actually need someone, um, a linebacker in that scenario. Yeah. You know, you can go a tackle there as well, and Vera Tucker, but. I think you have to go weapons there, in my opinion. Okay. I, I think the defense and the offensive line is, is decent already. Uh, they probably need help with safety, but Patrick's, the Bears moved up, yeah. selected, selected Patrick Sertan. Cornerback. Yeah. Um, they could have gone Caleb Farley, but I think he could fall to the second round. Yeah, he could. Um, so I don't hate the pick because when you have strengths, it's okay to build on those strengths. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that before. Washington. Why did they draft Chase Young when they already had a great defensive line? You build on your strengths. And we, I personally, I have Bateman really high in my rankings. Not as high as you. Or wait, I have him higher. Sorry. So this is why I'm surprised. Well, look, this is why know, I'm surprised by in, this pick. In, in reality, he was probably picked, what, five picks too, too soon. Yeah. A lot of people well, there's have. There's a lot of wide receivers that you like more than Bateman. So mm-hmm. that's why I was a little well, bit Well, I think off. here he is probably the biggest receiver in this scenario okay. that is best available out of, out of the big tiers out of the big tier big body okay. guys okay all right so the cardinals are on the clock with the 16th pick and they select christian barmore alabama he's on the defensive line there and this is another example of building on your strengths now mm-hmm. you're saying wait a second the cardinals strength is not their defensive line well, they just added J.J. Watt, mm-hmm. and they had Chandler Jones. Now you add Barmore on that line, and suddenly it is a strength of your defense. You build the defense. If you have a better defensive line, you need you don't need cornerbacks that are all-world cornerbacks, right? right? You let go of Patrick Peterson. Now, if Sertan's on the board here or uh, Horn, those are the guys I'm taking. But right. if they're gone, I'm saying let's improve a strength and, and actually make this defense something that could help us win some games. Uh, so that's the pick there. The Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders the are now Raiders. on the clock. I'm now on the clock. Straight to the point here. Las Vegas Raiders select Christian Derisaw. Best available tackle ouch. available. Okay. It is out. It, it makes sense. It does make sense. You know, I actually had Derisaw always going here. Yeah, and I was actually scared because I thought maybe you know what maybe Zach can take him. Yeah, maybe Zach can do this, you know. But interesting. Yeah, so I think it makes sense for a lot of reasons because they pretty much let go of their entire offensive line mm-hmm. <laughs> during the off season. So I think tackle is a very likely scenario here. So I think you, you offensive ha- line in general. I think they're going to go offensive line, and, I, and that's what I think so yeah. as well. I think you know you have to get this run game going. I mean, they got it going a little bit, but now they yeah. got Kenyon Drake. You need to give Derek Carr some more time. I think it happens. Okay, I like it. All right, so Derek is off the board, and now the Miami Dolphins are on the clock. And like I said, I think they go offensive tackle or wide receiver, mm-hmm. or the other way around, wide receiver, off- offensive tackle, okay? In this scenario, they went Jamar Chase with six, and at 18, we're going to go with a tackle. We're, we're grabbing... Elijah Vera Tucker, which I think could go earlier than this, but you get Vera Tucker with your second pick. You get Jamar Chase with your first. Mm -hmm. Maybe with that pick in the second round, you can grab one of the three 
whoever's left, Najee, uh, Travis Etienne, or Javante Williams. What? When in the second? Oh, the thir- they got the thirty first, thirty fourth. Yeah, in the second. Oh, they that's have really the early. They have the thirty sixth. Oh, sorry. So I'm looking at the Jets. Um, yeah, thirty six. They could okay. easily grab one of those three running backs, and that that would be an ideal scenario for Miami. Jamar Chase, Vera Tucker, and then one of those three running backs. If okay. you could do that in the first 36 picks, you've probably won the draft, in my opinion. Bro. I mean, Miami Dolphins just set themselves up for success this so year. So much they? opportunity to be an amazing team. All right, the Washington football team, my beloved Washington football team, are now on the clock, and you get to make the pick, and so I don't get piss make, me off. No, and you know what? The Washington football team pick is in. Okay. And I'm not going to butcher his name, and it's J-O-K. Okay, thank okay? you. <laughs> thank you. He falls to your Washington football team. There was one scenario that I did have him going a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like you said, add to your strengths. Your defensive line is fantastic. You go get uh, J-O-K to yeah. solidify, I guess, you know, the second second level like there. I feel like this could be the missing piece to be, like, the best defense in the league. Mm. I know that's, like, a reach, but if you've seen this guy play – we need an alpha presence on our linebacker crew, like our defensive crew. <laughs> what is this, F1? <laughs> uh, like our defensive line is solid. Shout out to F1, by the way. Got great safety. Cameron Crow showed up. Land, uh, almost said Lando Norris. I got F1 on the head. What's going on? <laughs> um, but I genuinely feel like JOK, which I'm, we're not going to try and pronounce his name, could absolutely be the answer for Washington with mm-hmm. the 19th overall pick. All right. So... Obviously, we had a trade, right? The Vikings traded up, or they traded down with the Bears, and the and the Vikings are now on the clock with the 20th pick. For the Vikings, I feel like their defense was terrible last year, and they lost a lot of good pieces, but they mm-hmm. also added Patrick Peterson. Mike Zimmer is a great defensive coach. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's worried about his team. I think he's going to coach them up this year. And with the addition of one of the best defensive players in the draft, which is Trayvon Morig out of TCU, he goes to the Vikings. He stays in the purple colors. Personally, I feel like um, Morig is one of the best defensive players in the draft that no one's talking about. And I know safety, Some sometimes people are like, oh, you're taking a safety a little bit too early. This guy can make plays all over the field. Right. Look, I, I'm... I think I need to do a little bit more research yeah. about him. That's fine. I've seen his gameplay and I've seen I've seen some of his highlights. I haven't gone in depth with um Morridge. Morig. Yeah. Morig. Yeah. I, I don't mind the pick. I think it's I think it's you're right, you know? He and this is that. the thing, like if there's not a tackle that the Vikings like there, then for them to get a guy like Morig, I feel like it's a massive win and they gra- they gain some draft capital. To me, this Bears-Vikings pick is a win-win scenario. Okay, so we only planned on doing the first 20 picks, okay? But what we're going to do right now is just a quick fire pick through the rest of the draft. Fire okay? picks, okay. Quick fire pick, so we're going to make a pick, explain it in 30 seconds, and then we're going to move on. Because these less. people have things they want to do today, okay? <laughs> so let's not waste their time. So you're on the clock with the Colts. 21st overall pick. Is it picking? Pick is in. The Colts select Quiddy Pay. Edge okay. rusher, you add to that defense. Obviously, that defense was tremendous last year. You can, like you said, you keep building onto your strengths. Yep. Go from and there. it's interesting because this is the first edge rusher taken in this class. Mm-hmm. Remember how many edge rushers normally are taken 
in the previous drafts. Like normally edge rushers are super high in drafts. So it's just interesting that this is the first one. I don't think it's unrealistic. Okay, the Tennessee Titans are on the clock. Pick is in. With the 22nd pick, the Tennessee Titans select Rondale Moore. Okay, I know you probably wanted it to be Elijah Moore. Uh, no, that's fantastic for me. Okay. Well, for me, if I'm going to have to choose between Elijah Moore or Rondale Moore, I'm going Rondale. Because okay. I feel like there's much more upside. Wait, I know the size is a little bit of a question, mm-hmm. but for me... Put A.J. Brown on one side, Rondell Moore in the slot moving all over the field, your defense just got really, really scary. And I don't feel like replacing Corey Davis is all that hard. No. Okay. Yeah, absolutely right. All right. Jets are on the clock. It's Jets, on the quack, quack. Jets on the clock. Jets on the clock. Jets on the clock. The pick is in. And as much as it hurts me to say, Jalen Phillips is going to the New York Jets. Okay, second uh, edge rusher. Yeah, second edge rusher, back-to-back. Back. Well, not back-to-back. Back. Well, close to back-to-back. Back. You you have to get this defense right, okay? And you need to put pressure on the quarterback. Obviously, you got your weapons in the offseason with uh, Corey Davis. Corey mm-hmm. Davis went to the Jets, right? I keep getting yes. Corey Davis yes, and the other guy that we had a fake post about. Yeah. <laughs> um, going to the defense, helping um, Zach Wilson on the other side of the ball. Yep, I love it. All right, the 24th pick, the Steelers are on the clock. This is going to be interesting. And the pick is in. I think if Najee Harris is available, it's a lock. Najee goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Personally, I am not a fan of Snell. We've had a lot of people message us, hey, is Benny Snell going to be like a big draft value or a big value in fantasy drafts? I don't know. No, he's not. Snell is not the answer. It's very obvious that they're going to grab one of these three running backs. They select Najee Harris. You hate it or you love it, but that's how I see it going down. The Jaguars are on the clock with the 25th overall pick. Pick is in. Jason Owen. 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 Out of Penn State. Once again, on the other side of the ball, solidify that defense, get Trevor Lawrence back onto the field. Go from there. Yep. Okay. The Browns are on the clock with the 26th overall pick. And now I have to switch up my strategy a little bit because I thought OA would be available. Um, so here I am with the Browns. Now they have a big need with defensive uh, defensive line. I see somebody. Specifically in the middle, they have a need for edge rusher and they have a need for linebacker. Um, so for me, I think it might be a little bit of a reach with this pick, mm-hmm. But I do feel fairly confident that he will probably slip into the first round. Okay. So the pick is in. With the 26th pick, the Cleveland Browns select Zavin Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. I think this is one of the guys who a lot of people don't predict will go in the first round, could absolutely slip into the first round. Wow. Uh, He's a game player. I mean, he's a game Changer? changer. Absolutely plays all over the field is definitely a guy that could help improve this defense. I think they're good on offense. They have a good amount of pieces to help Baker Mayfield succeed, continue to improve the defense. Now the Ravens are on the clock with the 27th overall pick. Interesting. here. And look, I'm excited about this one. I think I've talked about this guy from day one. Pick is in. Baltimore Ravens select Terrence Marshall out of LSU. You get the big body receiver come in you do something special he's talented in my opinion yeah i agree and i think like it makes sense for them to grab terrace marshall 
over Elijah Moore because mm-hmm. you don't want Hollywood Brown and Elijah Moore being your wide receivers on the field at the oh same my. time. Imagine. Imagine if they take him over Terrence and we're just like, what the heck? Yeah. Well, it's Terrace. I know it's a weird name, but Terrace. I don't know anyone named Terrace, but now, now we know of someone named Terrace. Well, this kind of makes sense here. Yep. This pick here. the <laughs> Yeah, it does. Okay, so the Saints are now on the clock and the pick is in. To me, Elijah Moore is the pick if he's on the clock. He's on the board when they get to be on the clock, then it's a no-brainer. You lost Emmanuel Sanders. We've given Traquan a bunch of time to show that he could be the wide receiver too. He hasn't shown it. Right. So whoever is the quarterback there, you give them another weapon to succeed, and Elijah Moore has a big, big potential ahead of him. So now the Green Bay Packers are on the clock with a 29th overall pick. This is a little bit tough for me. I have two people in mind. Uh, obviously, they need a wide receiver and a quarterback. I see two guys that I really like. I mean, do they make the mistake again? I hope not. Pick is in. Green Bay Packers select Kadarius Tony. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, we've we've just had three wide receivers go off the board back to back to back. Can, can I tell you the other person I was going to take? Okay. Asante Samuel. Yeah. Cornerback. And, and I think he's, he's, he's a great talent. He can come in and change the defense on the, on the other side of the ball. But, I mean, the talk in the town with the Packers is that they need weapons. Yeah. Do you take – I mean, who, who – I like Tony. I think Tony makes sense because it's, he's a great piece to put us alongside Devontae Adams. Now, they have committed as well their future to Aaron Rodgers. What does that mean for Jordan Love? Because we saw a screenshot mm-hmm. of a potential trade that sent him to New England. Will that happen on draft night? We don't know, but I don't hate the pick. All right, the Bills are on the clock. Oh, this could be fun. It could be fun, but it's not going the way you think it is. With the 30th overall pick, the Bills select Caleb Farley. Now, in my opinion, if the back surgery hadn't happened, you know, because he's had two back surgeries now, Caleb Farley could have been the number one overall cornerback in this draft. Uh, It's a need for them. They obviously hopefully lock down that position for four or five years to come, maybe more. If Farley falls in love with Buffalo, it's hard to do that, but maybe someone will. And I think this is a team uh, that needs a little bit more help there. They already got Emmanuel Sanders. And I think a lot of people would have said, what about Travis Etienne? Mm-hmm. Could have happened, Etienne. But for me, I don't see that happening. Personally. It's crazy that Etienne falls out of the first round here. I, I mean, like unless that. unless he goes to the... He ain't going to the Ravens with me right now. <laughs> wow. All the suspense is gone. At the suspense is gone, with the, and the pick is in. The Ravens select Gregory Rousseau. 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 Yeah. I'm just butchering names. I'm sorry about that. Look, you got your, your weapon in, in Terrence Marshall. You go on the other side of the ball and get that defense. The defense it was not to par. Yeah. Of uh, what it was the year before. Yeah. But, you know. Or the expectations, at least. Mm-hmm. The expectations weren't. But I think that's a good, good addition. You get your wide receiver and your defensive player. You, you're chilling there in the first round. Yeah, I like it. All right. And the last pick. Okay. The last pick in the 2021 NFL draft. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. Where you going? And they select... Travis Etienne. Oh my goodness! I know it's I know it's insane. Okay, but let me just explain myself. Okay, the the Buccaneers brought back every single player except for Antonio Brown from their 
Super Bowl win last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't see many weaknesses on this team. Mm-hmm. Show me the weaknesses that I can't see. Their offensive line is great. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver core is one of the best, even if they don't bring AB back, which they probably will. Defense is solid. They have great linebackers. Dominica Sue is back. Cornerbacks are great. They have an amazing safety. So when you're at this pick, why the hell not add an electric player that can impact games? I don't think Ronald Jones is going to get a contract, and he's getting towards his contract. I don't think Leonard Fournette is the answer long-term. I think you draft Etienne, then you have a centerpiece, a guy who could be an Alvin Kamara in the same division for years and years to come. To me, it makes sense. Give Tom Brady another weapon, and maybe Etienne comes up, he he becomes the guy, and then Tom Brady's like, hey, I can play a couple more years because there's less pressure on me now, again, because you've given me another weapon. So Etienne goes to the the Buccaneers to wrap it up. I don't think it's as crazy as it sounds. I really don't. Look, Fournette's on a one-year deal, and I think doesn't Jones' contract expire after this year? After this year, look, it makes sense. Wow, I mean, there is congratulations, Zach. There is a scenario that that could happen. I do not see that at all. I would have been more excited if you taken Kellen Mond or Kyle Trask or Davis Mills there nah. because you know there's a, there's a lot of snare. No, here's get, the thing. Here's get, the thing. Get with the that, future. Though. Get the future of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Unless there's, unless Tom Brady in the ne- in le- the next two years, you can tell me that there's you're going to take your chance on whatever quarterback there's coming out of out of the these other drafts. Here's what I don't want. Okay, I don't want to draft a quarterback in the first round, and then Tom Brady says after this year, "Hey, I could play another two years," and then I'm stuck in the same scenario with Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. Well, we drafted this guy in the first round. Is he better than Tom Brady? No, he's not better than Tom Brady if Tom Brady was 50. No one would be better than Tom so Brady. So that's what I'm saying. Like, why draft a quarterback when you've already said to Tom Brady, we're going to do everything to help you win Super Bowls here? Well, you're not helping Tom Brady win a Super Bowl by drafting a quarterback in the first round. It just doesn't make sense to me for them to do that. Now, use it with your second, your third pick? Yeah, why not? Like, throw an arrow in the dark and see if it lands. But for me, it's like, it's all about helping Tom Brady win more Super Bowls. And by the way, if Tom Brady's still at playing at an elite level after this year, he could leave you if you tr- if you decide to draft a quarterback. Okay. Right? Now, Aaron Rodgers didn't ha- doesn't have a choice to leave because his contract is still going. So, for me, it makes sense. It, it, the, there are some interesting things there. Um, quick recraft. Re- Recap of the draft. Quick recap. Uh, just some, maybe some highlight players of people that you kind of like going somewhere. Um, I'm a bit upset about the J.C. Horn going to Dallas. I don't like that. I'm assuming he's either going to be with against Kenny G or or um, she, Terry. Terry Terry McLaurin. I was I was blanking on yep. his name. You know, uh, that's something special that can happen. Uh, Patrick's are 10, falling to 14. I think that's crazy. And the Bears coming up and getting him. Any any any, any guys that you are like, whoa, can't believe that happened? Uh, I think obviously Justin Fields being taken by the the Patriots, trading up for him. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Parsons a little too early. But it's uh, something that you could know, happen. Rashad Bateman at 15. It's crazy. You know, I was thinking about Michael Parsons there as well. I would love to have him in the New York football giants. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? If, if Michael Parsons comes, this is a little rant on my team. Michael Parsons comes to the giants. 
our defense is crazy. That's all yeah, I'm going to say. I, mean, That's I don't know. Say. I mean, they could be, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is our yeah. final NFL mock draft. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it. Now we are going to go live for the draft. Correct. But we're going live directly after the first round ends. Correct. So when the first round completely finishes, we're going live straight away. Mm-hmm. You can actually go to our YouTube page right now and set a reminder because the live stream is up. Mm-hmm. You can set a reminder. You can make predictions in there if you want of what's going to happen. And then we can look back and say, wow, you made the right prediction. But set a reminder for that so you don't miss it. We're going to be recapping the entire first round, talking about all the crazy trades that happened. Correct. These are crazy trades, but there could be ones that we don't see happening that could happen. And this is this is what's fun about doing mock drafts. All this could be wrong. All of it could be completely wrong. <laughs> and that wouldn't surprise either of us. Yeah, look, we're we're excited about this. Uh, also, make sure you check out Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fantasylandfam. We do have a promotion going on right now. If you sign up before the last pick, Mr. Relevant, in the draft, you will get our Dynasty Rookie Rankings and our 2021 in-season rankings updated mm-hmm. um, throughout the whole year. Well, Dynasty Rookie plus just regular Dynasty yeah. Rankings. Plus, honestly, whatever rankings you think we're going to give you, we that's what we're giving you. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you, you get a cool, sick wallpaper that we've created. And we're really excited about that. Yeah. And just to recap this draft... I think some names that probably will go off the board that didn't. Greg Newsom, cornerback Northwestern. I feel like he would he could go off the board. Asante Samuel, mm-hmm. someone you talked about, Tevin Jenkins. These are all players that could probably go in the first round. Don't be surprised if Javante Williams, Pat Fryermuth, all these guys could potentially go in the first round. So don't I, be surprised. I, I think it. Pat Fryermuth can go in the first round and yeah. to the Jets, Jags. Yep. One of those teams. I agree. All right. Well, thanks for joining the show today. We will see you the next time we'll talk to you. We'll be recapping the draft. Bro. So we'll look at this mock draft and be like, why the hell did we do any of that? Well, like, we should we actually compare. wrong. Yeah. Maybe we'll have something where like, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. We're maybe. pumped though. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. Hopefully you're excited for the draft like we are. So join us live directly after the draft and we will see you there. See you there. Hey, yeah, you, the one listening to this podcast, you made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching because you, you deserve it.